Hello, Merry Christmas, and welcome to the final day of the LifeSpring Advent Calendar. <laughs> what an amazing journey through Christmas it's been. Of course, I couldn't have done it without James from whychristmas.com. So, as you would say in the UK, James, Happy Christmas! How are you on this fine Christmas morning? I'm wonderful, thanks, Steve. Um, it's great. So it's finally Christmas Day, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm sitting here with my Santa hat on, really getting into the Christmas spirit. <laughs> yeah, it's great, isn't it? As it's the last day, um, can I have the honour of opening the final door, please? Absolutely. Please, be my guest. I'd be honoured if you would do it. Uh, let's go after you. Right, here we go. Steve, as it's Christmas Day, what else could we do but the main, most important part of the Christmas story, the birth of Jesus? After all, that's what Christmas is all about. So today we light all five of our Advent candles. Here we go. Here we go. Hey James, I've got an idea. Let's share the reading today. Where would you like to go? The story is in chapter 2 of the book of Luke and says... In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken throughout the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their hometown to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for him in the inn. So that's the story of Jesus' birth, and we don't get many details, no weights or lengths or anything, just that Jesus, the king of all creation, was born in very lowly surroundings, and his first crib was a feeding trough. Yeah, that's what a manger is, right? It's a feeding trough. Well, what else? Now Mary and Joseph had travelled to Bethlehem because of the Roman census. It was the first of its kind and was done because the Roman government wanted to make sure that everyone in the empire was paying their taxes correctly. <laughs> Some things never change, do they? Jewish families had to register in the historical tribal town, rather than where they actually lived. So Joseph and the very pregnant Mary lived in Nazareth, but as Bethlehem was the town that Joseph's family, which was also the royal family of David, had originally come from, they had to go to Bethlehem a journey of about 70 miles or 112 kilometres. Wow, that's quite a trip. The journey would have taken about three days, and they might well have arrived in the evening, because if they had have arrived earlier in the day, it's more likely that they would have found somewhere to stay. Well, back then there really weren't such things as motels or inns. You normally would have stayed with some extended family. Most houses would have been shared with the animals that the family kept. People slept on an upper level and the animals lived on the ground floor and were used as an early kind of central heating. As many people would have traveled to Bethlehem for the census, all the houses, or certainly the upper levels, were full. So Mary and Joseph had to sleep with the animals, either in a very crowded and smelly lower level of a house, or in a stable or a cave, or even in a covered market stall that sold animals. Not exactly the best and most hygienic conditions to bring a baby into the world, it was the custom to wrap newborn babies very tightly in long bandages called swaddling clothes. The arms and legs of the baby were also wrapped so they couldn't move. This was done because they thought it helped the baby to grow strong and straight limbs. 
and as no proper crib was available, the new baby boy was placed in a manger or feeding trough. Certainly not the place where you would expect a king to be born. I love the fact that the Christmas story is so real. If you wanted to tell the birth of a new king, I don't think you'd do it quite like that. So as you're unwrapping your presents today, please take a moment to think about God's big present to us at Christmas. That's Jesus, his very own son. Yes. James, it's been a great deal of fun learning the origins of some of the Christmas traditions with you and seeing a little of how Christmas is celebrated around the world. Yes, Steve, it's been great. And um, I've really enjoyed our interaction and I hope people have as well. Well, it's been great for me too. I've, I've enjoyed this more than anything that I've done in podcasting. Think of it, even though we have some differences, that very first Christmas gift was given to you and to me and to the entire world, to anyone who would receive. The birth of that babe in a stable was really the birth of a king. It was Jesus who gave up the glories of heaven so that he could walk among us to tell us face to face about the kingdom of heaven and God's love for us. I think we should take a minute to thank our guests. That's right, Steve. Well, first of all, we'd like to thank Brian Duncan very much for his very cool theme music that we've used. We'd like to thank Rosie Greer for his wonderful reading of the scriptures, Carmen Tyler for her version of Silent Night, Ron from Griddle Cakes Radio for his reading, your son Timothy for sharing some of the Christmas jokes, and of course the wonderful listeners who contributed their Merry Christmases. And let's not forget to thank my other son Stephen, whose birthday was just yesterday. I really do love that we've been able to do this Lifespring Advent calendar from opposite sides of the globe. How cool is that? You know, it's kind of symbolic of the fact that Jesus came for the whole world. That's right. I actually hadn't thought of that. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, my friend, it's Christmas morning and I've got a family waiting for me by the Christmas tree. Something about presents that need to be wrapped. I don't know. I better go. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming up with the idea for the Lifespring Advent calendar and for all the fantastic research you did. Well, thank you very much, Steve, for letting me join as part of the Lifespring family. It's been a pleasure. No, it's been my pleasure. Well, I think there's just enough time for me to scoff down a couple more mince pies before I go out to my church for the Christmas Day service. (laughs) That sounds great. I'm Steve Webb. And I'm James Cooper. Merry Merry Christmas, Christmas, everyone. everyone. Today's background music was Al Petaway and Amy White. Of course, the theme music was Brian Duncan and the Neil Soul Band. And today we'll go out so that you can hear the entire song of this Christmas from Brian Duncan. Of course, links to the music will be on the show notes page, and I really encourage you to go to the show notes page and link that over to Brian's website and buy that Christmas CD or any one of his CDs. I know you'll love them. 
Stay subscribed. You never know what will be coming down the Advent Calendar feed. We're already making plans for 2007. God bless you, everybody.
the best and the brightest, served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, Podshow and Limelight. 